Good afternoon. Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. Thanks for joining us. This afternoon's episode is titled, You've Got to Make Your Choice. We'll be studying Deuteronomy chapter 27. Before we go any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this scripture where we see Moses admonishing the people to put the law before them when they cross over into the promised land. So, Father, on our journey to the promised land, help us to have the law of God, the word of God ahead of us. For you said in John 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So, Father, may your pillow of fire continue to lead us, and we may we move with it when it begins to move, and not look to the left or to the right. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Deuteronomy chapter 27. Chapter 27. And Moses, with the elders of Israel, commanded the people, saying, Keep all the commandments which I command you this day. And it shall be on the day when ye shall pass over Jordan unto the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, that thou shalt set thee up great stones and plaster them with plaster. And thou shalt write upon them all the words of this law, when thou art passed over, that thou mayest go in unto the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, a land that floweth with milk and honey, as the Lord God of thy fathers hath promised thee. Therefore it shall be, when ye be gone over Jordan, that ye shall set up these stones which I command you this day in Mount Ebal, and thou shalt plaster them with plaster, and there shalt thou build an altar unto the Lord thy God, an altar of stones. Thou shalt not lift up any iron tool upon them, Thou shalt build the altar of the Lord thy God of whole stones, and thou shalt offer burnt offerings thereon unto the Lord thy God. And thou shalt offer peace offerings, and shalt eat there, and rejoice before the Lord thy God. And thou shalt write upon the stones all the words of this law very plainly. And Moses and the priests, the Levites, spake unto all Israel, saying, Take heed, and hearken, O Israel, this day, Thou art become the people of the Lord thy God. Thou shalt therefore obey the voice of the Lord thy God, and do his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day. And Moses charged the people the same day, saying, These shall stand upon Mount Gerizim, to bless the people, when ye are come over Jordan, Simeon, and Levi, and Judah, and Issachar, and Joseph, and Benjamin. And these shall stand upon Mount Ebal, to curse Reuben, Gad, and Asher, and Zebulun, Dan, and Naphtali. And the Levite shall speak and say unto all the men of Israel with a loud voice, Cursed be the man that maketh any graven or molten image, an abomination unto the Lord, the work of the hands of the craftsmen, and putteth it in a secret place. And all the people shall answer and say, Amen. Cursed be he that setteth light by his father or his mother, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that removeth his neighbor's landmark. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that maketh the blind to wander out of the way. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that perverteth the judgment of the stranger fatherless. 
and widow. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that lieth with his father's wife, because he uncovereth his father's skirt. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that lieth with any manner of beast, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that lieth with his sister, the daughter of his father, or the daughter of his mother, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that lieth with his mother-in-law, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that smiteth his neighbor secretly, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that taketh reward to slay an innocent person, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be he that confirmeth not all the words of this law to do them, and all the people shall say, Amen. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Burnham titled, The Greatest Battle Ever Fought. This was preached in 1962 on March the 11th. We'll begin at paragraph 61 up to paragraph 95. I trust you find it to be a blessing. And I believe that the greatest battle that was ever fought is now ready to go in action. I believe that God has been selecting His soldiers. I believe He's been dressing them, training them. And the battle front is now set, getting ready to start. This great first battle that was ever fought began in heaven when Michael and his angels fought against Lucifer and his angels. It first started, the first battle was in heaven. So sin did not originate on earth. It originated in heaven. And then it was uh, thrown down from heaven, cast out of heaven to the earth and fell on human beings. Then the battle from angels become human battles. And Satan come to destroy God's creation. What God had created to be for himself, he had Satan come to destroy this. That's what his purpose was, was to destroy it. Then the battle began here on earth and began in us, and it's been raging ever since. Now, before any battle can be put in array, they first have to choose a meeting ground or a place where the battle is to be fought, a selected place. In the First World War, it was so placed in no man's land and places where they fought. And uh, they've got to be a place selected. Like when Israel went to war with the Philistines, there was a, a, a hill on each side where they gathered. And that's where Goliath come out. And called to the armies of Israel. That's where David met him in the valley when he passed over the little creek that run between the two hills. He picked up the rocks. There has to be a place selected. And in this, there's a, a mutual ground, no man's land. And they fight here, at this place. They just don't one fight over here and one down here and one run over here. There's a battlefront where they meet and test their powers where each army tests its strength against the other army. A mutual meeting place. 
Now, don't get miss this. When this great battle started on earth, there had to be a mutual meeting place. There had to be a place selected for the battle to begin and for the battle to rage. And that battle grounds begin in the human mind. That's where the battle starts. The human mind was chosen for the place of the battle where it was begin. And that is because that decisions are made from the mind, the head. Now, they never started it from some um, organization. They never started from some uh, mechanical affair. The grounds never started there. Therefore, that organization can never, never do the work of God. Because the battlegrounds where you've got to meet your enemy is in the mind. You've got to make your choice. It meets you. I want this little girl here that's very sick to be sure to listen now to this real closely. Decisions are made in the mind, the head. There's where Satan meets you. And the decisions are because that God made a man that way. Now I have, if you're looking on my note here, a little map drawn out. I had it here not long ago on, used on the board. The human being is made up just like a grain of wheat. It's a seed. And the human being is a seed. Physically, you're the seed of your father and mother. And the life come from the father, the pup come from the mother. So the two together, the egg and the, the blood, comes together and in the blood cell is life and in there it begins to develop, making the the child. Now, any seed has a shell on the outside. The inside is pulp. And inside of the pulp is the germ of life. Well, that's the way we're made. We are body, soul, and spirit. The outside, the body, the shell. The inside of that, the conscience and so forth, is the soul. And the inside, the soul, is the spirit. And the Spirit governs all the other. Now, if you'll sit down when you get home and draw three little rings, you'll find out that the outside body has five senses it's contacted by. And that is see, taste, feel, smell, hear. That's the five senses that control the human body. Inside of the body is a soul. And that soul is controlled by imaginations, conscience, memory, reasons, and affections. That's the thing that controls the soul. But the Spirit is only has one sense. The Spirit. Oh, let's get it. The Spirit has one sense. And that sense is either dominates it is faith or doubt. That's exactly. And there's only one avenue to it that's free moral agency. You can accept doubt or you can accept faith. Either one you want to work on. Therefore, Satan began at the principal part to cause the spirit 
of man to doubt God's Word. God beginneth the principal part to lay His Word in that spirit. There you are. That's what does it. If this church right now could be put together and knitted together with such that every person would be in one accord, with not one shadow of doubt anywhere, there would not be a feeble person in our midst in another five minutes. There would not be nobody here desiring the Holy Ghost but what would receive it. If you could just get that certain thing fixed. Now there's where the battle begins. Right in your mind. Whether you will. Now remember it's not Christian science now. Mind over matter. That has to, The mind accepts the life which is the Word of God. And there brings the life. Just your thought doesn't do it. But the Word of God brought in the channel of your thought. See, it's not the thought. It's Christian science make it. Mind over matter. No, that isn't it. But your mind accepts it. It grasps it. What is your mind controlled by? Your spirit. And your spirit catches the Word of God. And that's the thing. It's got life in it. It brings life into you. Oh, brother. When that takes place, when life comes down that channel into you, the Word of God is manifested in you. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, then ask what you will and it will be done for you. Then what does that do? From the middle of the heart, which is the soul, from there goes forth feeding every channel. The trouble of it is we're standing in here with a lot of doubt trying to accept what's out there. You've got to stop that and come down that channel with the true Word of God and then it goes out itself automatically. It's what's on the inside. That's the thing. It counts as the inside. Satan's approach is from the inside. Now you say, I don't steal. I don't drink. I don't do these things. That has nothing to do with it. See? It's the inside. No matter how good you are, how moral you are, How truthful you are. Those things are respected. But Jesus said, except a man be born again. See, there's got to be something happen inside. If you don't, that's artificial put on. For down in your heart, you desire to do it anyhow. It can't be artificial. It's got to be real. And there's only one avenue that can come down. And that's by the way of free moral agency. Come into the... Soul by your thoughts. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If you say to this mountain, move, and don't doubt in your heart, but believe that what you have said will come to pass, you can have what you said. You get it? There you are. See, there's the battleground. If you can only get that started first. We're so anxious to see things done. We're so anxious to do something for God. This little lady's no anxious, no doubt, anxious to live. She wants to be well. Others are here, wants to be well. And when we hear about uh, that case like the doctor, the resurrection of the dead, the great mighty things that our God has did, then we're anxious, and the thing of it is, we try to reach through these senses to grab a hold of something here like, conscience so many people lots of times 
has misconstrued the word. And I've been misunderstood by this for making altar calls. I said, I wasn't much on an altar call. Not meaning that you shouldn't make an altar call. But somebody get somebody by the arms and say, Oh, Brother John, you know what? Me and you have been neighbors all this time. Come up here at the altar. Get down. What's he doing? Wish I had a blackboard here. I can show you what he's doing. He's trying to work through his soul on affections. That don't work. That's not the avenue. Certainly it isn't. Maybe he's working in a memory. Through the sense of his soul. Oh, Brother John, you had a wonderful mother. She died a long time ago. A memory. See, you can't do that. It's got to come down the line of free moral agency. You yourself let the Word of God. You don't come because your mother was a good woman. You don't come because you're a good neighbor. You come because that God calls you to come and you accept Him on the basis of His Word. That Word's what means everything. That Word. If you can get everything out of the way, all conscience, all senses, and just let the Word come in. That word will produce just exactly. Here. See what it's covered over with? You say, well now, uh, you say, well these conscience and senses and so forth don't have anything to do with the brother Brandon. Certainly it does. But if you let the word come in and cover it over with conscience, then it can't grow. It'll be a deformed word. Did you ever see a good grain of corn planted in the ground and let a stick fall over it? It'll grow crooked. Anybody. Anything it grows up will. Because something has hindered it. Well, that's what's the matter with our Pentecostal faith today. We've let too many things hinder it. The faith that we've been taught. The Holy Spirit that's been living in us. We've let too many things look into somebody else. And the devil's always trying to point you to somebody's failure. But he tries to keep you away from the real testimony that's genuine. He'll point you to a hypocrite sometimes. Who went out impersonating something. He didn't do it. Because he was impersonating. But if it come from the true source. Of the word of God. Heavens and earth will pass away. But my word cannot pass away. Amen. It's got to stay there. You see it says. It must be accepted in the mind. Then it's believed with the heart. Then the word of God becomes a reality. Then every senses. Of soul and body. Is just scoured out with the Holy Spirit. Then your sense of God, your conscience of God, everything that's godly flows through you. There's not a doubt anywhere. There's nothing can rise up. There's nothing can come up in the memory and say, well, I remember Miss Jones tried to trust God, Miss so-and-so, Miss Doe tried to trust God for healing one time, and she failed. See, but if that channel has been cleared out, and been purged and been filled on the inside with the Holy Spirit. That don't even come in memory. No matter about Miss Jones and what she did, it you and God together, and nobody Amen. else but you two. There you are. There's your battle. Kill him at the beginning. Stop him dead in his track. It ain't how long you can make the war linger. Just stop it right now. If you'll come and you'll keep them memories and conscience and everything, thinking about, well, I might fail. It might not be right. Don't you do that at all. You throw aside everything and open up the channel and say, God, your word is eternally true. Amen. 
As for me, if the whole church fails, if the whole world fails, yet I can't fail because I'm taking your word. There's the battle. That's the thing. As we get towards the end of this episode, we end with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your love and for your mercy and kindness. We pray, Father, may these words that we heard today about putting your word before us. For David said, I have set the Lord always before me. He is on my right hand. I shall not be moved. And we know that because he did that, he did it so he may not sin against thee. For man, when he doesn't realize that the presence of God is with him, he can do anything. So help us, Father, to be cognizant of your presence among us and to be always respectful and live our lives in a way that pleases you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, we'd really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. The greatest battle ever fought is on. It's raging in the minds of men today. Life and death, faith and doubt, right and wrong stand in a The great power of charge. He's at hand Jesus, our five-star general Has never lost a battle ever since He's leading us to the battlefront He knows not the word retreats Michael, the archangel, has come The same yesterday, today, forever Has come to fight for his bride We have already won the battle The battle is raging on my friends The devil is roaring like a lion Anointing his people with unbelief Disbelieving the word of God like The grace Power of charge, he's at hand. But God anoints his bride with faith. Faith in the word of God alone. The 
atomic bomb got blast right in our hands to blast the kingdom of the devil oh the great power of charge is at hand oh mighty gentle warriors the battle is raging on between right and wrong oh mighty gentle warriors Julio's what and fight the king needs a drink from the waters of Bethlehem oh rise up and fight oh mighty gentle warriors where are you oh where are you Pachama the Ararite is here in the Dino, the Tagmonite is here. Eliezer, the Ahohite is here. The mighty gentle warriors are fighting for the word. The word is coming in power. Oh, mighty gentle warriors. The battle is raging on, so holy your swords and fight to bring the promise of God, the promise of Pentecost, another Ephesus on earth, the masterpiece of God, a super race on earth, the mighty God unveiled. The promise of the second fold Oh, riding this trail again Reaching to the total lost Manifesting the greater works Almighty gentle warriors Pull your swords and fight The battle is raging on The greatest battle ever fought The great Power of charge is at hand. Onward to the battle we go. Fighting fifteen miles of Philistines. The world council of churches we will blast. Binding. The mamba in a knot That woman Jezebel We will strike The synagogue of Satan Will destroy And all the Nicolaitans Won't escape For Shama Elias and Latino are coming Almighty gentle warriors pull your swords and fight the battle is raging on the greatest battle is on